0: Hey everybody, welcome to Classic Loveline, episode 387 from March 24th, 1997, a Monday night show with guest Less Than Jake. Adam explains the Loveline rotation thing they do with bands with more than two to three members, where they bring in two members for the first hour, two for the second hour, and kind of mix it up. They would do this all throughout Adam Krull's run on the show, even as late as 2005. Adam mocks Dr. Drew for his good radio because he was nodding his head and says they need a camera in the studio, and Dr. Drew says he's been requesting one for years. Little they know, they had a security camera running the whole time, which is the source of these tapes. Adam mocks Westwood One for the chair height and counter height, comparably. And then they go in-depth on the band being from Florida, and Adam and Drew tell them about returning from Panama City and compliment them for their waffles, saying they must have a waffle food group in Florida, the state food. These early... early... Early observations about Florida would eventually lead to the 2003 creation of the game Germany and Florida from the Jimmy Kimmel Live Writers Room, which Adam Kroll would bring to the show, an idea which has been duplicated many, many times since. As per usual, this was recorded in 1997. Some of the medical advice may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and Mike Cathwood on Current Day Love Life, 1 800 LOVE 191. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast One, on Facebook, Podcast One, there as well, and Podcast podcast1.com, the Home of Fair Podcast. Mahalo and get it on. The following program is a Podcast one.com production.
1: <sighs> One, two.
2: Welcome. Love Line with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew.
3: Would you sleep with sick women?
1: I may be pregnant, but I'm still a man. Spank the
4: unruly ones. It's indecent, it's vulgar, it's blasphemous. going to write you till you can't stand up. Come
1: on, come on, let's go down. All right, all right, keep your shirt
4: on. Loveline's meant for an
5: adult audience. Loveline may contain sexually
1: oriented content.
5: Listener discretion is advised. Here's Loveline with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. Oh.
6: Yeah, all right, here we go. We're starting the show. Phone number 1-800... Sorry for drawing on your mug there, Drew. 1-800-LOVE-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. I'm Adam Corolla, That is Dr. Drew. Uh, he is a board-certified physician and addiction Medicine Specialist. And tonight, our guest is the band Less Than Jake. Now we have Chris and Vinny. Yep. Actually, I'll say Vinny and Chris. Otherwise, I'll, uh, I kind of go uh, left or right. Uh, and then the rest of the band... We'll uh, come in and we'll do the love line rotation thing. It may be new. I I don't know if other radio shows do this, but we always do it whenever we have a band. uh, When more than uh, two or so members show up, we just do a rotation thing. Have uh, two guys in for the first hour and then uh, whoever comes in on the second. And then uh, sometimes everyone hangs out at the end. You okay? Yeah. Uh, The uh, Dr. Drew uh, School of Radio. Are you guys taking notes? A lot of head nodding. Oh, yes. A lot of movements with the brow. Yes. Uh, This is just good radio. (laughs) Drew's sitting here doing this. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, I, we really need a camera in here so people can really uh, partake in the I've show. I've said that for a long time. Uh, Drew, you have the world's tallest mic stand. I yeah, hope you're but I, I
7: won't, I won't uh, bang on it this way. Uh,
6: Westwood One, home of the world's lowest chairs and the world's tallest mic stands. It's uh, really ingenious. Uh, the place was uh, laid out by uh, Nazi war criminals uh, in the uh, late 40s, I'm sure. All right, so you guys are from uh, Florida, Gainesville. We just got back from... Uh, where the hell were we? Panama City. Panama City. And uh, I want to compliment your fair state of uh, Florida. For right. uh, what? Waffles. Uh, lot waffles. Waffle a lot of waffles. A lot of out folks out. into waffles. Here, uh, a waffle is considered a novelty food. Uh, there, it seems to be uh, basically one of the food groups. There's, a, there's the bread group. There's the uh, meat group. the uh, Protein fruit, group. Fruit. Fruit. And then, there's, and then there's waffles.
8: You forgot the bacon group.
6: Yeah. What is the obsession with waffles in Florida? Do you know?
8: Lots of old people, I
9: guess. I don't know. Lots of old people and uh, truck stops. Is
6: it something? It, it's. I guess it's something that's easy to eat if your teeth are bad. <laughs> I think that <laughs> would be the fun. attraction. But we did find uh, we did find people to be very friendly in Florida. We, uh, for instance, uh, one thing I took note of is uh, we rented a boat to go like tool around. Uh, me, Drew and uh his wife, uh Susan who basically uh it was great comedy because he uh, she was yelling at Drew the whole time. <laughs> yes. He was driving the boat. There's something about driving a boat uh, that gives everyone else in the boat opportunity to yell at whoever's driving. Hey, hey, this is a no wake zone. Come on. Come on. Look at the Hey, you're going to hit the buoy. And if another boat is within 7 or 800 miles. It, it, it here's the call. Look out for this guy. This guy's coming up pretty fast. We don't need any maritime disaster. And the thing about the boat is you turn the wheel one way and you go the other. If it, so if you're used to driving a car, you turn a boat uh, wheel to the right Oh, wait a minute. No, it goes that way. It does go that way. Yeah, yeah. But you always make the wrong move, and here's what happens. There's that boat that's uh, 60 uh, miles away. Right. Uh, The wife yells out, uh, watch this boat coming up. Uh, you make a turn, and your first move is sort of toward the boat. But right. you only go about two feet toward the boat, and it's still uh, 60 miles away. Right. And then the screaming starts, Yo, you're going right into it.
7: So you you crank back the other way, and then you're done.
6: Right. But uh, here's the compliment I wanted to give out to the uh, Florida people. The guy rented us the boat. Uh, he said, uh, it's 50 bucks for two hours. So as we're getting into the boat, being from uh, L.A., where everyone's real uptight, I said... Uh, and here you don't uh here you couldn't uh rent a uh you couldn't rent a crescent wrench from a tool company uh, without 50 forms of id and a, a guy you know photocopy of your ass and it, <laughs> they want you to, like drop off uh, uh some sperm and it, it's it's a major major deal this guy just threw us the keys he didn't he didn't say can you drive a boat he didn't say uh let me have uh let me have five major credit cards he just threw the keys at us and i said uh, as we were pulling away i said um Okay, we got it for two hours. Uh, so, uh, what what time is it now? Uh, he said, uh, "Just come back whenever." And he didn't. It, here, you get that. Uh, if there's anything in the boat, uh, it's going to be twenty bucks for cleanup. I don't care if uh, it's a hot dog wrapper; it's twenty bucks. He didn't tell us to clean the boat, did he, Drew? No. He didn't tell us to be careful in the boat. He didn't give us any sort of rules and regulations. He didn't even tell us when to come back. Just take the boat. Get the hell out of here. Could mean one of a couple of things, of course. Okay. Uh, maybe recognize this as being great celebrities. All right. Did
9: you in Panama City? What's that? Did you score down No.
6: No. I got that? something off Drew's wife. <laughs> yes. hey, that's hot. She had a few shots of Jägermeister uh, on Saturday night. Got uh, Got a little out of hand. Uh, all right. So you guys are uh, finishing up a tour. Uh,
9: kind of. Kind of in the middle of one. We're going to start another one uh, at the end of April.
6: And you're going to do some free shows out here in L.A. at the uh, beginning of April, so I hear.
9: I'll play April first at Val Surf.
6: Ah, uh, the Val Surf in uh, North Hollywood. Yep. Ah, this is my this is my hometown, North Hollywood. And Val Surf used to be in a little closet. Of a uh, uh, half the people I went to high school with worked at Val Surf, by the way, because uh, when you're a loser, you just want to work at a place where you can get a deal on skateboard wheels and trucks. But uh, that's, uh, what, the first, second, or third? It's I do It's April 1st. Okay. And then... Uh... The second,
9: we're doing Redondo Beach um, at a record store. I can't remember the name of it right Offbeat now. Offbeat Records, I think. I think that might be it. And then the third, we're playing uh, Costa Mesa at the Virgin Megastore.
6: Right. And uh, you guys are ska slash uh, punk, would you say? Slash metal. Metal. Ska metal? Or ska S- slash punk slash <laughs> metal?
9: Just uh, straight up metal.
6: Oh, you don't want to call Why don't we make up a word and call you guys skettle?
9: Uh, about
6: viral. <laughs> viral would be good. <laughs> Wait, what would viral be? You mean viral like viral? Yes. Viral like viral, yeah. Oh, I want to come up with a new term. Okay. I mean, if you're scone, you're metal. Skettle is good. Skettle's kind of cool. Okay, skettle. Be because scary. I mean, you're not all metal because you got horns and stuff in there. Well, sure. that's metal. There's no horns in metal. <laughs> I'm going with schedule. All right, uh, we'll talk. Uh, you guys jump in on any of these calls, and uh, we'll uh, play oh, we something will. off uh, Losing Streak, the CD, uh, <gasps> as the night wears on. And let's get started. Kevin, 19. Hello? Hey.
10: Hey, I just had a question because I'm having, like, kind of a problem because like, I'm, like, with my girlfriend and all. She's, like, become, like, way too possessive or stuff like that. <laughs> Like, you know, like, it's hard to explain. You could say, like, when I started going out with her, it was, like, all cool and stuff. And then, like, she started, like, tripping out on me and stuff. Like, she all of a sudden says, I can't hang out with any of my friends. She says, you can't hang out with any of your friends. She even took my beeper. She says you don't need this anymore. She made me go sell it. She goes, no one should be calling you but me. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. And
6: uh, You really shouldn't have a beeper, Kevin. Why not? Because, what are you, 19? Mm-hmm. What do you do, go to junior college? Yeah. All right. You don't need a beeper. Uh, hey, I'm over at the Snack Shack uh, playing hacky sack uh, if anyone needs me. You don't need a beeper if you're going to junior college.
10: Well, I just had, you know, my friends and stuff. Well,
6: I don't even have any friends. Okay, they, look, they'll find you eating a granola bar in the uh, in the quad area of the local junior college. They don't, you don't need a beeper. So uh, scratch the beeper off the list. But she's getting possessive.
10: Yeah, like, but she can, like, go out with her friends. And, like, she'll call me when she's out with friends saying, like, Oh, you better have been home, like, otherwise I would have been pissed.
6: Now, how old is she?
10: She's 17.
6: All right, so she's insecure, right? Yeah.
10: And,
7: and terribly aggressive, too. I mean, but she, it's like, um, she's not kidding when she talks like that to her huh?
10: Like, when I leave her house, she says, you better call me in five minutes, make sure you got home, otherwise... Well, wh- <laughs> why,
7: why do you Why do you put up with that? Why don't you just say no? I don't
10: know, that's the thing. It's like, I've been with her so long, it's like... long. How long? Like, almost a year.
6: All right. that's not that long. Well, well Who cares how long it is? Uh, you mean she says, uh, "Go, uh, hold on, let me see if this works on Drew." Drew, uh, I'll, I'll give you, I'll show you an example of a proper response. Drew, go sell your beeper.
7: <coughs> I can't
6: and I won't. Thank you. Did you hear that, Kevin?
10: Yeah.
6: You gotta stand up for yourself.
10: Well, it's like hard. So like I've broken up with her. and Somewhere,
7: stuff? somewhere, she has a model for interpersonal relations in which women are supposed to or at least allowed to conduct themselves in this way. Or, I mean, God knows, maybe it was her father that was a role model. But, I mean, somebody conduct, somebody is abusive to somebody in their family system. And that, I mean, it doesn't be overtly abusive, but demanding and inappropriate and intrusive. And it's just, it just, you don't have to put up with that.
10: Yeah, well, I mean.
7: And she needs to learn. She, she needs know, to learn that that's not the way you treat somebody else.
9: Is she really good in the sack? Yeah, I
11: mean,
10: she's the first girl I've ever had sex with.
7: All mm. right, so that's uh, the hook. Uh, uh, you there see the hook? There it is.
6: He's mouth. hooked yeah it's time to leave yeah you're you're hooked by the uh, fact that uh, it's really your penis that's hooked every other party says no, but your penis is uh, your penis thinks this is the only vagina we'll ever visit
11: yeah
6: do you understand Kevin uh-huh. there are others uh, less possessive uh, vaginas
7: out there and it's not even possessiveness it's, it's the it's the disrespect. Yeah. Right? Yes. It's absolute lack of mutuality in this relationship. She doesn't acknowledge you have any feelings at all. You're just there to be put upon.
6: And uh, let me say this. Once the bullying starts, the bullying just continues. I mean, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's going to go uh, sell your beeper, sell your plasma, sell your sperm. Uh, that is going to be the progression. What, people aren't satisfied. It's not like bullies go um, or out of control people go, uh, You know, sell your beeper and call me five minutes after you leave my house. And then you do it and they go, OK, I'm satisfied. Uh, and that holds them off for a few just months. Keeps snowballing. Right. They just keep going. They, people in general who are sort of out of control and unreasonable, their demands will just keep going until somebody stops them. I think people have to stop people in this society. Kevin, I would dump her. I, I don't trust this one. Pick up a this nice. Is, this uh, is
7: Adam's latest crusade, by the way. In case yes. anyone is just picking up on this, ever since he's running with his neighbor, who, by the way, will be suing you any day now. Uh, you're such a pussy, Drew. That's what you think. <laughs> I'm uh, not a, a pussy. The pussy,
6: Drew. You know, I I uh, I, I, I just got a house, and I'm, I'm playing hardball with my neighbor. And uh, I told this story to Drew, and Drew in his, uh, his, uh, his true pussy form says, she's going to sue you. That's all he could think about. He didn't say, good for you, or right on, no, or we need more people view. like you. He said, uh, oh, you're going to get sued. You're, oh, those papers are going to show up any moment now. Oops. What the hell was that? I think I hung up on somebody.
7: Aaron, are you there?
12: Yeah, I'm yeah.
6: No. Boy, were you close to being hold hung on, up Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Drew, what were you, a time-life <laughs> operator? How do you know this thing better than I do?
12: Aaron? Yeah. Okay. How's it going?
6: Good. Wow. And you just got that one back up? I think. You said you got it
9: back
6: up. You are like yes. a surgeon. I
7: uh, was nimble with a oh, oh, knob. Gone. Lost that one.
6: All right. Well, you lose some every once in a while. That's really the tragedy of surgery. Uh, Aaron. Yes. What do you want?
12: Not much. First off, I'd like to say the show is awesome. I listen nightly. Thank you. Um, basically, I have a problem with my girlfriend and my mother. Mm -hmm. It's like the craziness going on between she thinks my mom is basically doing everything she's doing despite her. Like, we have a baby together, and when my mom's sitting there and she goes to burp the baby, she'll say something like, my girlfriend says, well, your mom's sitting there saying stuff like, uh, let's beat the baby like your mom does, because my girlfriend, you know, hits her a little bit hard or hits the baby hard. And my mom will say, well, you know, let's go ahead and beat you like your mommy does. And she thinks that she does stuff, and I think my mom just does it kiddingly. But my girlfriend, you know, takes it to heart mm-hmm. and takes it as ribbing.
7: It sounds a little passive-aggressive, i got to admit. I mean, it's just inappropriate, you know? Yeah, I mean, I if, she d- has a, if she has a problem with the way that your, your girlfriend is, is treating and handling the child, she had to speak up and, and speak directly.
12: Yeah. Well, we had an incident where there was a discussion between my girlfriend and my mom about, you know, putting maybe caro syrup in the bottle because the baby was constipated. <laughs> and my mom went ahead and did it. My girlfriend said, well, I told her not to. And my mom said, well, she just said that she wouldn't do it, and she did it. You know, And it just turns into escalate Again,
7: passive-aggressive. Yeah. I, right? She's, yes. not, she's not being direct in any way. and That's driving your girlfriend crazy. It's uh, a very uncomfortable position to be in.
6: Women hate it when mom comes along and starts
12: undermining their authority. Anyway, that's true. <laughs> I've had other people tell me, you know, like it's, it's something to do with being a mother for the first time. You're very defensive.
7: Mm, I, yeah, defensively uh, no,
6: we have a lot of teenage mothers for the first time that are like, uh, they're smoking, they're doing heroin, uh, they're screaming in the background. Uh, uh, what is that noise in the background? Uh, the kid's face is stuck to the uh, radiator. Oh, uh, you want to get him off there? Uh, eh, I'll wait, I'll finish with the cigarette.
12: And I've, I've approached the subject before with, like, the both of them. You know, I would come in and I would say, okay, here's what she feels about you. Here's what she feels about you. You know, and I would like, first of all... You know, be like the um, intermittent person, and then let them go at it together, you know, and discuss what's on their mind. And I did that, and it seemed like things were okay, and then it just kind of seemed like it went kaput.
6: Uh, Well, how about keeping your mom the hell out of there?
12: (laughs) Well, that's what I've been doing so far. Do you live with your mom? No, I'm living, me and my girlfriend are living together, or actually fiance.
6: Good. Uh, Good. You have a couple more kids? Anything about marriage or?
12: Um. Well, we're talking about having one more, maybe two. Right.
7: Before you get married?
12: Yeah. Huh. Well, no, no, no. We're gonna plan on getting married first.
7: <laughs> when are you getting married?
12: Oh, it's, it's tentative. I just proposed, so uh, probably sometime around June. Well, um, how
6: How did you propose, Aaron? Uh. <laughs> did you get your mom to do it? <laughs> Ma, uh, tell her I love her, please. Uh, I
12: didn't even go on one knee. I felt kind of bad about that, but the restaurant was crowded.
6: Right. And, <laughs> and with sawdust on the floor you could have ruined your trousers.
12: This is true. I don't
6: know. <laughs> Did they have the big wagon wheel
12: table? No, it oh, was okay. uh it was a decent restaurant.
6: All right. Uh listen, here's the deal. Uh your wife shouldn't have to deal with mommy. You should deal with mommy. I would pull mom aside and say, uh, listen, um the wife's getting or the potential wife is uh getting bent out of shape. She just had a kid, uh, you know, let her, let her bond. Yeah. Don't
7: monkey. Don't but, but, meddle. Yeah, listen, when you have a kid, though, you really need other members of the gene pool to participate in the rearing of that child. And uh, I didn't know, say see, stay away from the kid,
6: but just, uh, you know, stop dropping uh, – stop giving uh, the, the girlfriend the stink eye when you're around the kid.
7: I think that he, she ought to, she the mom ought to know how she's making the future daughter-in-law feel, the mom – and the daughter-in-law ought to be the one to deliver that message and that the uh, son no, wait wait oh, the wait yeah, the no, son no. the son needs to no. talk to mom about being more direct with her communications with everybody
6: uh yes but you you're going to you're you're putting everyone in an awkward situation they're not even married yet and you're uh, going to create um some strife it's between I know. And, and it, well, here's at least it opens up the communication. No, the, uh, son talks to mama, tells mama to calm down. And she'll get more passports. And, and I always use this one. Uh, you want to know why dad left? Yeah. Uh, this is it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? The the big Belchin comments. Uh, this is why dad uh, t- took off with his secretary eight years ago. So just back <laughs> off. And then if she mellows out, everyone will mellow. What do you guys think?
8: To be honest with you, is he still like the middleman in the relationship between his fiance and.
7: See, I don't think that's right. You, you don't you, think do you that's think right? The, you, I don't think it's right at all. Yeah, see, I don't think that's the right position for her. But all right, it just will create more like a- Adam won't listen to us. Don't worry. About <laughs> it, so.
6: uh, I, I say there's a fight will break out if you take mom and uh, and I, I, I wish I, I just want to call her wife.
7: I think it's their relationship they need to sort out. But mom needs to be uh, counseled on how she uh, right how she expresses uh, herself. When you had uh, show the guys the
6: pictures of the triplets, Drew. Uh, did you uh, did your mom get in there and uh, start screwing with the kids and uh, no, we get all Susan help we, all uh, No, pistols. we need all the help we could get, no. No? No. You say you answer if, pretty quick. No, if it had happened, we triplets, wouldn't even notice it yeah. <laughs> because we're so busy. And triplets very good. Look at that. Aren't nice. they beautiful? Let me see oh. that. Look at that. Uh, I'm not sure what's up with the page boy.
7: <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> That's a really horrible <laughs> message to send. Uh, oh, piss boy.
7: I, I, by, I, by the way, we gave my wife the message from you that we ought to get him the haircut he's going to grow up in.
6: That's right. Give him the haircut now. Give him a mullet. Yeah, yeah give him the mullet. <laughs> give him the uh, Billy Ray Cyrus mullet <laughs> yeah, look. that's hot. Yeah, there, you know, there's... There's nothing more tragic in America. It, it, the, I hey, mean, Go to
9: South Florida, man. We know all about it. No, There's sh- a lot of,
6: Chicago oh. is the king. Like Chicago the, the, this is? mullet, just central everywhere. Uh, the mullet, for those who aren't hip to the mullet, the mullet is almost a crew cut from the front, but in back, <laughs> it's like you're, you're one of the members of Leonard Skinner yeah, from but, uh, but 1972. But
9: it's uniform long with the back. It's the front, you know, kind of shaggy. It goes with the, the
8: short, but right. it, really long.
6: and it really is the headdress of the white trash. <laughs> yes. And uh, <laughs> Is. Uh, the Jews wear the yarmulkes, uh, the white trash wears the mullet. Uh, that's how it goes. It is, is it the, any,
9: visit, visit any moose lodge?
6: It is the tiara of the white trash. And the thing that's tragic about it is uh, these people are, you know, they're in their 20s and their 30s, whatever. They make their own decisions. They go to their own barbers. Uh, the, the, the sad thing is is when their 4-year-old kid is sporting the mullet, Yes. too, because the poor kid doesn't have a choice. No. And, uh, you know, he's growing up to a life of mulletism, uh, which is just... They should outlaw the mullet. Uh, barbers should not do the mullet. <laughs> Chicago would go out of business. they uh, barbers. If I was president, I would run mullet sting <laughs> operations where I would send undercover agents into barber shops, like into a supercut, and go, um, how about the mullet? And the person would go, uh, geez, uh, we're not supposed to do that. Not peel. I'd have the guy, like, peel off a 20 and go, uh, you sure you can't find those clippers? And he'd go, uh, okay, but don't tell anyone. And as soon as he started the mullet, uh, troops. Uh, from in, in the planter, from behind the back, the one right, just on. just just come down on the guy, <laughs> knee in the small of the back, handcuffing him, making an example of him. Because you really can't, you will never see the mullet in Europe. By the way, they're way too smart and sophisticated over there. So tourists make uh, make fun of people here in this state. All right, uh, this country, I should say. Drew. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but the Page Boy's close to the mullet, so you want to lose that for who's that? Jordan. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, we got to go to break. Uh, here's what we're going to do. Uh, we'll talk to Chris and Vinny a little more from uh, Les and Jake. We'll play something from Les and Jake off of uh, the new CD Losing Streak and uh, all of that after this.
5: Oh. Love line, will be right back.
2: Loveline will be right back after we kill the singer.
4: Oh, no, go ahead. Sorry.
5: You know, we love hearing from you, so keep on sending those tweets and comments because we read every one of them. Your opinion is important. That's why we don't want you to miss the chance to take our listener survey at podcastone.com. You see, your responses will help us make this show the very best it can be. It's not a lot of effort because it'll only take you about three minutes, and you'll get the instant gratification that comes with knowing that you helped us get better. So do it now. Take the survey at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. And don't forget, keep those tweets and comments coming.
13: Laura Ingram here with some great news for all of my fans. Starting September 2nd, The Laura Ingram Show will now be available free at podcast1.com. So, if you miss a show, or worse yet, you're in a city where my show doesn't air for some reason on the local radio station, well, you'll be able to listen in ultimate freedom to the show anytime, anyplace you want. You just go to podcastone.com, or even better, you can download the mobile app that's really easy to do onto your cell phone, then just click on The Laura Ingram Show podcast logo. It's that easy. So, The Laura Ingram Show on Podcast one. That's podcastone.com.
6: Uh all right, we've started the show. <clears throat> Phone number one-eight hundred L O V E one nine one. Fax number three one oh eight five four forty-four fifty-five. Lesson Jake is our guest. Tonight, I'm Adam Carolla, that is Dr. Drew, Vinnie and Chris are in here, and uh, you guys will be in San Francisco, I just uh, found out. <laughs> ah, that's a good place to put it in. Uh, you'll be in San Francisco tomorrow night? That's correct. Where at again?
9: It's called Bottom of the Hill.
6: Bottom of the Hill, that's uh, in the city? Yes. I'm guessing. And uh, still tickets available as far as we know, or do we know? No advance, just at the door. Just at the door. Oh, all right. So, uh... Be playing with anyone? Uh, what time are you going to be there?
9: We're going to probably get there uh, early on, but we'll probably play about ten o'clock.
6: Okay.
11: Imagine ten, eleven.
6: Uh, Who knows? Bottom uh, of the hill uh, tomorrow night, and uh, during the next commercial break, we'll find out the next place they're going to be. But they're up there. Look?
7: They're up there for the Pez convention, of course. Uh, yes.
6: Is oh, was that in San Francisco? San Francisco, well, San Jose, which is like fifteen minutes outside. When uh, when is the Pez convention? April fourth. April fourth. And uh, d- is this How big a convention is this?
8: Like 400, 500 people go there. Really? What, yes. what
7: exactly is on display?
8: Pez dispenser. Pez dispenser. Yes. A, well, you can not, go not, there, buy it, and play Pez bingo and all I that.
7: There are, so there's all those different types of candy. It's all the same candy, right? Yeah, it's all. Well, just different the, flavors. The dispensers that are yes. on display. Right? Uh,
6: Vinny? Yes? Uh, you know a lot about Pez. I know some, yeah. He's what the are... Uh, you know, they have all the different Pez. They have, you know, Donald Duck and Popeye and all that. Uh, did they ever do a Hitler Pez dispenser? <laughs> yes, the, they did. The Squat Punk kids did it in L.A. Actually. Really? Yes. Oh, just a, a, a dollar short and a day late with all my, my good ideas. You do the Charles
8: Manson Pez dispenser, would be good.
6: Uh, what... Do you know what the big sellers are? Do you have any idea, like, what the biggest selling Pez... Uh, the most Pez... expensive Pez? Or, like... Uh, I mean, a, what's, what's that? that? What's
8: that? It's a Make-A-Face. It's like... Uh, Mr. Potato Head, but it's on a Pez dispenser, and
6: you can put different eyes on it. But it, what is the? I mean, is Superman the biggest seller, or uh, I have no like idea. Wonder I, Woman? I would,
8: I would have to say probably Popeye, not Popeye. Uh,
6: are you gonna be? Are you gonna phenomenal. be buying any? Uh, is there gonna be a Pez auction? Pez auction? Yes,
8: yes.
7: I'll be buying Pez. will <laughs> <I'd love so. laughs> be adding I, to your I, Pez, Pez have,
8: collection. I, I'll have like three hundred dollars on me, and I'll just be. be
7: how many buying, Pez? How many Pez dispensers do you have?
8: Two hundred and. Forty-five right now, and there's 365, if I'm not mistaken. Such commitment.
6: Yeah, and your work will not be through until you collect uh, the the last 100 or so. I want it all. Yes, (laughs) and just when you get that last one, you know they're going to come out with uh, some sort of uh, Tom and Jerry commemorative edition, (laughs) and you're going to have to go find that one, too. Yes. All right. Uh, they really should have Pez that uh, uh, commemorates, like, historical moments, like the, uh, the Civil Rights Movement uh, that could have, like, a Harriet Tubman uh, Pez dispenser, <laughs> an Abe Lincoln uh, Pez dispenser. Hey, you know what I mean? The uh, World War II uh, patent Pez dispenser. Uh, Just trying to think Rommel. What,
7: what the weirdest would be. All right. I'm
8: waiting for the nicotine-flavored candy. Uh, oh, that, yeah, that'd be sure.
7: awesome. I Quit
8: Smoking? It would be nicotine, sugar. You'd be set.
6: Right. And it's coming right out of uh, olive oil, so you know it's good. <laughs> uh, we're going to hear uh, something off of Losing Streak. That would be uh, less Jake's uh, latest effort. And uh, this one's called Automatic. Automatic off of uh, Losing Streak from Less Than Jake uh, came out in uh, November yes yep. it did so it's uh, everywhere and you can find it
8: thanks to yeah. Capital yeah
11: yeah
6: and this is the first uh, your first major label release is it not yes, that sir. is true and uh, is there a big difference is it better is it worse more red tape more red tape but yeah. but, but no it,
8: there's pluses to it but you know with everything there's comes just weirdness to it
6: Uh, Right. It's big business. Yeah, it is. But, uh, I don't know. I mean, if you you want to play the game, then... uh, But we're
8: we're tooling around in a 79 Chevy. Right. And we like the least red tape as possible.
6: Right. Well, I mean, when you play, you can do things your way, and then you come back and all those lawyers and everything get home. (laughs) Alex, 16. Hey. Hey. What's up, A&D dog? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's good uh, I don't know Like the band I haven't
2: heard them But with a name Like Vinny Like you can't go wrong
6: No you, I, you really I, I can't I think success My uncles would agree With you <laughs> I was talking I was talking To a friend of mine uh, Tonight uh, Actually this afternoon Alex, And we decided uh, That uh, There's no one Named Bert And uh, we're thinking About names uh, No one named Bert Under uh, 60 And uh, I, Almost everyone Named Bert Is either dead Or dying there's no uh, young Bert. Merle too. Uh, Merle. Merle's too. Merle's a rare one. Uh, it used to be a lot of guys named Bert. Uh, Bert. Oh, your dad's name is Bert. Oh. <laughs> uh, sorry, producer. Uh, how old is he? And
14: he's very healthy and happy. Thank uh, you.
6: How old though? He's
7: hell.
14: Under sixty. Oh,
6: really? He's, yeah. he's fifty-nine. Wrong. 50, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how old? Uh, fifty-five. Fifty-five. <laughs> All right. I I, don't, I. I hope he lives to one hundred and fifty-five. But uh, I'm just saying, you know, be prepared emotionally. Uh-huh. <laughs> the, the end is coming. Let's go, guys. All right, uh, Alex.
2: Um, I, I heard Drew talking about the probably papules. Yeah, and uh, I wanted to know like a little bit about them because I think I got them.
7: They're basically just clogged follicles.
2: Uh, how can I get rid of them?
7: You don't. They're normal. Don't. Normal. What do you, you What are you observing? What do you see?
2: Um, like little white things
7: on the shaft do. or on the head. Where?
2: Uh, on the shaft.
7: And they're like little wart-like things, or they?
9: Uh, they're real small.
7: Are they at the where the hair comes out? Any hair coming out of them or anything? Are those
9: your balls? Yeah, the, well, they're on the balls and the uh, the uh, shaft.
6: All right, let's uh, <laughs> let's have some fun. Uh, 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 hey, Alex. Yeah. Uh, Alex smokes pot too, by the way. All right, uh, I'll I'll do it with Drew then. Hey, hey, Drew, uh, shut your mouth. What? Okay. That's. Yeah, you tell him. Supposedly, just talking about shafts. Oh, uh, I, I see. see. Okay. Uh, you smoke a, a lot of pot. <laughs> Yeah, I used to. What, what, when you were like 11 or a zygote? Or
7: when when did you give up pot?
2: When I was a little sperm around
7: there. Uh (laughs) I suspect you've been smoking pretty recently, too. What? When was the last time you smoked pot?
2: Um, It's been a while. Uh Like a year? Three hours? (laughs) <laughs> no.
6: Really? Yeah, I can still hear her. Why do that's you still sound like uh, the dog from the Wacky Racers?
2: Because I hang out with a lot of hot smokers. That could be
6: it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Muttley. Thank you, Engineer Mike. All right, uh, Alex, uh, your penis is fine, and so is your sack.
7: Nothing gets they, – they are normal. It's like saying, I want the skin gone. It's just – it's something that is there, and it's uh, supposed to be there. Okay? All right, but uh, – are, are you sexually active at all? Um, no. Okay, so that's just what they are. It's me and my hand. Uh, it is the pearly penile papule. <laughs> yes. all right. Uh,
6: Hey, listen. Uh, treat your hand right. Uh, oh, I do. Get it a ring. Get it like a promise ring or something. That because, could hurt. Uh, you're going to be enjoying it for a while, Alex.
2: Um Adam, Yeah. I wanted to spoil your theory on dorky guys with big songs.
6: Oh, yes. This yeah. Is, yeah.
7: Thank you. Uh, you're a dorky guy, Alex? Yeah. Okay. Big A so
11: Massive dick.
7: Okay. <laughs> yes, yes, yes you are. And, and command of the English language. Just just
5: such prose.
6: Uh, my theory is uh, the dorkier the guy, the goofier the guy, the skinnier the guy, the redder the guy's hair, the bigger the guy's nose, uh, the thicker his glasses, the bigger the penis. I agree with you. Uh, I, I don't believe it's a coincidence. I believe uh, that God has offered this up to the geeks and dorks of the world. Our
8: friend Kirk... Basically, yeah. From yeah, New Orleans. Is he real geeky? All no, well,
7: the guy's doing just touchdown dances in there. Is he a real geeky
8: They're guy? Thin guy. Thin? Thin. I wouldn't call him geeky, but thin, kind of wiry.
6: Right. Like 12 inches. A uh, spindly guy. Spindly. With the big the penis. Oh, yeah. Yes. Huge mm-hmm. penis. Uh, is his hair? He's not supporting the mullet, is he? You know, almost a mullet. Oh, really? There's an almost it's mullet. It's a pseudo-mullet. <laughs> a <little> trailer. <laughs> Sean,
8: which will be in here later, actually witnessed the largeness of his penis before. Really? Yeah, so he could vouch for it. Mm. Uh, how did he witness it, uh, by the way? Because we were having a discussion of actually how large it is to see if it was a fish story. So Sean went behind our trailer and Took witnessed it. Called him it. on his bluff.
6: Yeah, and, and let me tell you something. I'm I'm aware of uh, the size of all my friends' penises. I, I am, and I don't think that makes me gay. Uh, Drew, you know the size of like some of your it colleagues make at you the gay. hospital.
7: It does not make you gay, but it makes you disturbed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all
6: right, that I'll go with uh, Michael. Yes. You're 27.
15: Adam, Drew, you guys are great. Thanks. And I basically I was just wanting your advice. Um, I just I started dating recently this woman amazing she's about uh 10 years older to me and she has two kids and quite suicidal and she,
7: quite a project
15: yeah and she uh most recently has said to me that she doesn't like the idea of just dating kind of that we're, that we've been doing and she wants more more of a you know stronger commitment from me and i kind of look at it as you know part of me saying this is way too much there's also a husband figure maybe in here somewhere. She won't really talk too much about it. She uh, doesn't talk about the suicidal tendencies.
6: How long have you been going out with her?
15: Uh, probably about five, six dates. Nothing that serious. Oh, Not that
6: right. Well, if you think she's going to kill herself soon, you might as well go ahead and commit.
15: <laughs> well, it's just, you know, I'm sort of like feeling that, uh, you know, part of me is just saying this is, I should cut this off, cut my losses. She's,
6: uh, sort, of,
15: she's sort of like saying that, uh, you know, she doesn't mind if I don't, if, won't, don't want to get into this, but she says she's going to she already knows she's gonna fall in love with me, and she doesn't want to.
7: That is bizarre.
15: Yeah,
8: the, 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 yeah. yeah. How long has it been? Five or six days. Yeah. yeah. Dates. 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 Yeah.
15: Right.
6: Uh, yeah. Have you had sex?
15: No. And uh, she basically, the last time we talked, she was like saying that that's part of what she wants to start doing, and you know, no. but she wants a stronger, you know, kind of. Commitment for me, which I kind of like. Say, hey, we don't even really know each other that much
11: yet. Right. And you know, I right. asked
15: her about the suicidal, you know, tendency and the, you know, and and some uh, of her background, and she wouldn't.
7: She just says, "No, nah, I
6: don't want uh, to talk." That uh, what date did that come up in? Because I uh, usually say my thoughts of. uh... My uh Your suicide. Homicide. Yeah. You, most
7: of you are homicide.
6: I yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't show them. Uh, <laughs> I don't bring them out to the desert for the well, to the tour of the graves uh, until uh, at least a month in the relationship.
15: Well, she couldn't hide it. There was she had she has huge scars, no. uh, many on both on both right. arms. What
7: you're dealing with is, is somebody with it's not just a depressive disorder. It's somebody with a character disorder, mm-hmm. probably. Ugh. a narcissistic-type disorder, maybe a borderline, something like that. How
6: old are our kids? Our kids are, I believe, like eight and
7: six. Those people no. tend to get involved no. in very intense, very chaotic relationships.
6: Oh, these poor goddamn kids. I, yeah. I, I can yeah. just think of these kids. I mean, think about this. Uh, you know, when your kid... You revolve around your mom, especially if dad's uh, not in the picture. This totally. is it. This right. is all you know. Your representative of the outside world and adults yeah. comes in the form of mom, and this is who's uh, representing yeah. uh, the human race to these kids. Uh, th- uh, Michael, mm-hmm. your, uh, your
7: instincts are good. Yeah. This is, uh, that's a deal breaker. Get out of there. Don't, don't expect your departure to be an easy one. Yeah. Well, as casual as she's presenting it to you, when you try to leave, there's going to be a reaction.
15: Well, after the first date, we can, I kind of like took got the signals, and I sort of said, you know, let's pull back. This is I I really like you, but this we got to stop this. And it kind of extended out to you know after you know we seemed fine for a while. She says, yeah, that's fine. And then a few days later, of course, we're back talking again, and she's wanting to go out again. And
6: now, where did you, you know, meet her?
15: Uh, I met her at, in the work situation. We we work together, which also makes it. A little difficult
6: to uh, video store.
15: No, <laughs> usually
6: yeah. they'll, they'll employ anyone. <laughs>
15: <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's just uh, my answering type of service with the phones.
7: Oh, okay. They'll also employ anyone. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's true. You were you a good uh, victim for some reason. For this, yeah.
15: One. Well, I I mean, I haven't, I myself haven't had too many like really serious relationships. right,
7: you're desperate, and yeah. she's is
15: got
6: that, a, she has a crotch. Des- des-
7: <laughs> this is. Uh, that's what this is. Desperate and lack of boundaries would make a good combination for somebody like her. Yeah. Somebody she can invade really easily and push around, pull around.
6: Uh, what right. You, well, you, it's like, uh, hey, look, when you're, when you're walking or taking the bus and, uh, your uncle dies and he drops off his, uh, 77 matador with, uh, you know, four colors on the door, you go, uh, you're related, right? Hey, <laughs> I got some wheels. This is the greatest thing ever. You hop right in. You couldn't be more excited. Uh, this is uh, Michael's situation. He's, uh, he's got a transfer in his thumb, and that's what he's been using for the last uh, five years of his life. And if something comes into his life, especially uh, if it has a crotch, he is not in, he's not in the business of turning it away. But uh, this would be a good place to start. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're all agreed? Agreed. The eyes have it. Meanwhile, as the faceless evil closes in on the hapless sleeping populace
2: across town in a shanty one bedroom,
1: an old woman feeds her parakeet. Come on, chirpy, have some cheese. You love cheese. Since when are you afraid of cheese? Loveline will be right back.
16: And now, Katy Perry. Imagine going on stage without any guitars, or keyboards, drums, or a microphone, and being expected to
13: roar. Tough, right? It's the same with our teachers who are using their own money so students can learn. DonorsChoose.org is a charity that helps teachers get what they need for students to succeed. That's why Staples is donating $1 million to the cause.
1: Join Katy Perry and donate at staples.com slash make roar happen.
6: Hello, my name is Dicky Barrett.
3: My name is Joe Gittleman.
6: We're in the mighty mighty Boston, and you're listening to Love Line.
3: with
9: Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Mm,
6: all right, uh, uh, please. Uh, are you playing that on the Casio live, or is that a, is that something? Right, did you do that, Mike, or is that an actual song? Uh, that's uh, that's high. That is high. Yeah, let's all just suck that groove in for a second. Uh, listen, like uh, there's nothing wrong with uh, the smashing pumpkins, but we really don't need to hear everything they do. Uh, some things, uh, if you want to experiment on the Casio on your own time, uh, that's your business. Please, let's not all be exposed to it at nausea. Uh, this, there's certain bands, Uh The uh, police uh, had, a, had, a, had a run for a while. Uh, uh, oh... Uh, Huey Lewis in the news. Certain bands throughout. His, oh, and time the, the biggest, hats. the the biggest of all time, I think of, uh, of 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 bands or artists where they just play everything. Uh, like Phil Collins had a run yes. of like three years where Phil Collins, if 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 they had a tape running in the bathroom when he made Number Two, it would be out uh, the, the following week on on Top Forty radio. It, we don't need to hear everything every band does. Right? Let's just <laughs> yes. hear the good stuff. Just uh, send us the good stuff. Uh, uh, putting that out to all the record people out there. Send the good stuff. Okay. Uh, here with uh, Les and Jake, who does nothing but good stuff. Yeah, right. All right. I just thought I'd say that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, Chris and Vinny are here, and then uh, the rest of the band is going to um, rotate into the studio. This as is the,
8: the sober crowd. As the night wears the stars on. will be coming behind us.
6: Oh, the good. yeah, I smelled a little. <laughs> I, I wandered out into the parking lot, and it was like... Uh, it was like uh, wandering in a uh, like like uh, bathroom in high school.
8: Yes, <laughs> like, you are hey, absolutely that's correct. Something.
6: Yeah, there's some hooch going around there. <laughs> uh, Vinny got himself a, a an, an incredible. We're talking about his love of Pez, yes. uh, so uh, uh, he got himself a tattoo of uh, it's incredible artwork. Uh, Pez tattoo. It says the uh, Pez King. On it, and I was looking, and, and we're and we're laughing about what what you're going to do when you're 60, and uh, you walk around <laughs> with the Pez King on on your calf. But I was thinking, like in the old days when people had tattoos, they could always blame it on military service. Yes, uh, you, you know what I mean. Like you'd see a guy with a tat, and he'd say, he'd say, Hey, Grandpa or Uncle <laughs> or whatever, where'd you get that? And he goes, I was in uh, Shanghai in '47. Uh, I was pretty loaded up. We Where we just that? won the war. And uh, I got this. Or, yeah, this is the name of the ship I was on, or this is uh, my gunner's mate, or whatever it was. Uh, I don't know how you're going to explain away uh, Pez King <laughs> to, to the grandkids. I was at Lollapalooza, and I got loaded. Uh, i got to be honest with you. <laughs> I'll
8: just put that uh, 85 to uh, 91 as a blur. And I'll, uh,
6: I'll chalk it up to that. W- we need to start another war so people can start rationalizing tats when they get older. That's all I'm saying. Julia, 15.
17: Hi.
18: Um, I'd like to say hi to Drew and hi to Adam. Hey, Julia. And um, this is a question for L T J. I I have two. Uh, one is a Losing Streak 10-inch coming out, because I heard about that
17: having an extra 10-inch uh, with live stuff on it. You said
8: 10 inch. <laughs> It's going to be actually... Uh, <laughs> his fr- his uh, friend's
6: got the Skinny <laughs> one's got the 12-inch uh, <laughs> LP coming out. Yes. But, yeah, it's,
8: it's a 12-inch, and it's going to come out with a 12-inch a live with it, limited edition. Oh, when's that coming out? Should be out in about a month and a half.
6: And that's the entire uh, uh, CD.
8: This could be the entire CD plus Alive. Oh, that's cool. it will
6: be on No Idea Records out of Gainesville, Florida. Oh.
18: and I also have a question about uh, where'd you guys come with the come up with the idea about
17: doing the uh, Grease soundtrack?
8: Well, we all love Grease. That's no, I mean basically we're just '80s geeks, and that's why.
17: Okay, thanks.
6: Simple enough. Thank you. All right, all right Julia.
18: Yes,
6: I am happy. All right, good. Bye, <laughs> so bye. Everyone should end the show or uh, end their call at least. Uh, Darcy, sixteen.
17: Hi, I'm actually seventeen, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> yeah. um, my question is actually for Adam. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam, you're always talking about all the girls who fall all over Drew.
8: Yeah.
11: I
17: have to tell you, I'm totally in love with you.
7: Really? Just Adam is hot. Well, I fell <laughs> in love you, with man. his
17: personality first, and then oh. saw him. <laughs>
7: <laughs> All right, and, and then it was—it was still okay.
17: Yeah, just everything. He's just perfect. Really? And I'd like to ask you if you would go with me to my senior prom.
6: Yes, uh, yes. That's excellent. Uh, that's good radio. Uh, where, uh, where is your senior prom?
17: I live in San Jose. Uh-huh.
6: And, uh huh. And when is that?
17: It's May sixteenth.
6: Uh huh. Uh, how about I just send one of the lackeys from the station out there to sort of represent
17: Loveline? <laughs> Would he look like you? Uh,
6: we'll get uh, we'll get some really hot looking intern to go out there, and uh, we'll have him be like the representative.
19: Okay. What are you too busy for, our listeners?
6: Hey, no, <laughs> <Not> <laughs> she'll yet. fly out wow. there. She'll fly. Uh, we, we fly me out. Uh, listen, I got to tell you, Darcy, I put out. Um, spread the word, and he's hung too. Uh, <laughs> d- don't don't say anything about that. I'm have to back that up. Okay. Uh, so, what do you think? I mean, how's it going to work? I I rent the tux. You get the dress. Uh, I you give me a boutonniere. What do you your your wrist uh, corsage or an ankle corsage, girl? Wrist of course. You, wrist corsage. How big is Dad's back seat? <laughs>
17: um, as big as you need it to be.
6: Now, is it one of these things where we're going to do it up and get a limo and everything?
17: Sure, why
6: not? And is it just me and you in the limo, or we got like 35 of your uh, drunken uh, friends vomiting back there in my <laughs> lap?
17: Whatever you prefer.
6: And, and and so the plan is, where's the prom going to be, by the way? It's
17: at the Red Lion Hotel in San Jose.
6: That's where right, right, the Pez so, convention is at, by the way. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. All right, so you're all class. Uh, uh, all right, put me down for uh, chicken <laughs> and uh, buy that bed. Uh, if I can't make it, I, I, I promise that I'll send a, a facsimile of myself.
17: <laughs> and will he have your personality and
11: everything else?
6: No, but that's a plus. Oh, all right. Uh, Darcy, you're too young. I'd get into trouble.
17: I'll be legal by the time it's the prom comes around.
6: Yeah. Really? Yes. I'll be 18. You You're 16 five minutes ago.
17: I know, cause the lady heard me as sixteen, but I'm seventeen. I was born in '79. My birthday is April 23rd.
6: All right, uh, what, uh, my uh, on a, on a bizarre note, my prom date died. Mm. Uh, not that <laughs> night, but like uh, five years later. Good That's looking, uh, nice uh, sweetheart of a girl. Uh, just keeled over, heart condition. Mm. Pow, doing mm. like aerobics, mm. like uh, you know, twenty two or something like mm. that. Mm. I had a kid and everything. Very oh, sad. Oh. So there is the Corolla curse, <laughs> Darcy. As I don't know as if you're. Per- I
17: have the pictures to show my grandchildren or my sisters show my grandchildren. It's fine.
6: Uh, uh, what What would be on the itinerary? Seriously, uh, we're gonna like. Uh, it, can you score any blow? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. Because that was like the hot thing when I was going to the prom. I went to the prom in 82, uh, so that was a hey, Cutting oh, it yeah. on the keep Someone on trucking mirror and <laughs> blow. Yeah. No, it wasn't the keep on trucking <laughs> mirror. You yeah, had a mullet. Right. It was the here come the judge uh, mirror. You got the keep on trucking mirror. Let's get the lines on the keep on trucking mirror. Hey, Darcy. Uh-huh. uh I'm way too busy. But listen, hey, seriously, I will extend this offer to you. Uh, you can come out here, and, uh, and uh, we will uh, go out and hang out anytime you want. <laughs> In and a, and a very and, and I'll I'll dress up too. I will <laughs> have prom night here on this show. Okay, but you got to bring the prom to me. All right. Hey, you want to do that?
17: Sure.
6: <laughs> Your folks let you out of the house and everything.
17: It doesn't matter. A
1: slide, oh, does I it? Are, our on. roadie would love to go. All right,
6: bring a little duffel bag with the uh, sweatpants and stuff in case it turns into a sleepover.
17: <laughs> would it help if I said I looked a lot like Jennifer Grey? Yeah.
6: Oh, really? I do. Really? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Before or after the nose job?
17: Um, in Dirty Dancing.
6: Okay, You're all right.
17: Stern
19: but groovy, master. Uh, there Adam. she
6: is now. All right, uh, Darcy. Mm-hmm. I'm putting you on hold. Okay. Uh, talk to Sherry, Lisa, or Ann, and uh, we'll work this out. Okay, uh, okay. Come down around prom Mark time. What? Out? Okay. Well, she's going to come out.
13: Well, is she staying at your house?
6: Uh, <laughs> yeah. You stay on the sofa. <sighs> uh, that's fine. Uh, uh, this is a good idea. Uh, listener sleepovers. Yes. Uh, Darcy, uh, you can come out. You can stay on my sofa. All right. Uh, If uh, I will not have sex with you uh, unless it's okay. (laughs) No, no, I won't have sex. But you could get knocked up just from napping on my sofa. (laughs) I want you to know that if you sleep on your stomach. So you can (laughs) get crabs too. You can get crabs. uh... (laughs) All right. All right. All right. We're going to a break, and uh, we'll come back, and I'll reevaluate my life. John, hey, the voices hey, are trying to John. throw me
0: off while, they're tr- while I'm trying to concentrate on this. Okay, you're safe. Thank you. Loveline will be right back.
5: Oh yeah, people. It's Mike Catherwood from Loveline. And let me tell you something. The podcast that brings together entrepreneurs, artists, thinkers, leaders, and all-around interesting people to discuss relationships, attraction life hacking and success i'm talking about the art of charm the hosts have been featured on the today show details magazine g4 sirius xm satellite radio etc 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 the art of charm teaches powerful weapons like influence and persuasion allowing you to network better for business attract more women and make more friends with precision and ease learn to increase biz contacts the natural way meet more women whether you're looking for new friends or romantic relationships it don't matter listeners get better love lives make tons of new friends and have more biz contacts than they know what to do with the aoc that's the art of charm has studied field tested psychological principles from special forces Navy SEALs and world class intelligence officers, then reverse engineered those same strategies and applied them to social life. A show about truly leveling up in life, in relationships and friendships, at work, at home, and everywhere in between. This isn't pop psychology and superficial advice. This is a show that offers meaningful, fun, life changing insights with a practical edge so listeners can apply something. Right out of the box, every show, every day Go to the theartofcharmpodcast.com or find The Art of Charm in iTunes or Stitcher
7: You really should listen to this show, The Art of Charm Podcast Hey, how you doing? This is Darren from Goldfinger And you're listening to Loveline with Adam Corella and Mountain Dew I mean, Dr. Drew Oh no! That's all I could come up with in short notice. 40,
6: yeah. <laughs> in Quite a time. Uh, I guess it's about. It's been like three weeks. We should have Goldfinger back in here again. <laughs> I miss those guys. All right, Vinny is uh, feverishly working away on uh, phone screener. Sherry's back, and uh, we have Roger, Jessica, wow. and Sean in here. From Less Than Jake. Hi, welcome. How you doing? Thanks for waiting. Hi.
3: They pulled the switcheroo on us. They wouldn't let us all hang out in one room.
6: Well, it gets... Uh, We're
16: usually gets a, a team, you know, we don't like to be split up.
6: It but. gets a little uh, hectic when we have uh, too many voices. I uh, The most annoying thing ever, if you're ever listening to the radio, is when there's like eight people all yelling into the mic at the same time and you can't figure out who's who. Right on. And that's she the beauty right of Drew on. because he just nods his head most of the time. So That's you, what
16: we noticed about uh, Vinny and Chris as well. They were in here going, yep. Mm-hmm. Mike's
7: they there doing jumping jacks.
6: Uh, Ten-second break. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry about that. We'll be back in ten seconds. <laughs> this
19: is Love Line on Radio Station.
6: All right, now, more Love line. 1-800-LOVE-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. Um, Adam Carolla, that is Dr. Drew. Less than Jake is in tonight. Third Eye Blind will be in tomorrow night. And then uh, next week, Erasure, John Waters, and Duran Duran, and uh, no Dr. Drew.
7: Simon LeBron is hot. Until Thursday. Or Wednesday. I'll be here Wednesday and Thursday.
6: He is. I haven't, uh, I haven't... Have you guys met any of those guys?
7: No. Never.
6: Uh, I always
3: stared at their posters when I was in 8th grade.
6: Were you into Duran Duran when oh, you were yeah, in 8th grade? I thought I was gay at that point. He was, was a Durrani. You thought you were gay? Oh, yeah, just because of Simon LeBron. And, uh, but you didn't, you weren't won over no. uh, by the dark side. No, you, I wasn't. Uh, not. You're in a no. guys. No. Y- yes? No, I'm not. You're not in a guys. No, yeah, I'm not. Yes. Wait I a minute. I thought I
3: was when I saw Simon LeBron. Right.
6: On the back of the record. But now, now you're in a women. Yeah, Jessica right. converted me. Uh, Jessica, what are you into?
16: Um I used to collect Barbies when I was small. I was into that for a while. Uh
6: but you into men or women now as uh as an adult.
3: She's gay with an option to buy.
16: <laughs> <laughs> Operative word there being.
6: Uh oh good. Now how old are you?
16: I'm twenty six. I'll be twenty seven on Saturday.
6: Then when did you know you were gay?
16: I'm not. I'm kidding.
6: Oh, all right. <laughs> True. When did you know Jessica was gay? <laughs> All right. You're gay. Sean, uh, We're you're... all gay. Uh, Sean, you're all man. Okay. All right. Hey, I'm just, uh, just checking the uh, the gender um, preferences of the guests. That's It's good all.
3: to know that when you're in a small room.
6: Well, I could make some lesbian joke, and uh, Jessica could go upside my head with a mic stand, and I wouldn't know it, you know? Uh, I just want to make sure I don't oh, offend anyone. It. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Lisa, 25. Hi. Hey.
14: What's up? Um, I had a question for Dr. Jew. I was wondering... Um, is HPV the same as warts? Or...
7: Yes, same.
14: Okay, so, like, if you have the HPV virus, does that mean you have actual warts? Yes. Okay, and the other Well,
7: part... you don't have to have... Huh? I-, I mean, the important part of having warts is that you have that virus. Yeah. So whether or not you actually have the warts present is not the big issue. The presence of the virus is what puts you at added risk for cervical cancer. Okay. And if you have visible warts, they need to be contained because they tend to proliferate and become a real problem to control, and you are more infectious, more contagious with them then.
14: Okay, because I've never had actual warts. Okay. Cause, but anyways, um, and the other question I wanted to ask was um, like, I was breastfeeding my son and I was smoking crack mm. and I know that's really bad, but this is like five years ago, and I'm just like, what kind of effects would that have on him?
7: Were you smoking when when you were pregnant with him, too?
14: No, I did it for like three months, and I quit breastfeeding.
7: Uh, So you you weren't smoking crack
6: when you were pregnant?
14: No, I started after I had the baby.
6: All right, well, that's that's sound judgment. Mm -hmm. I mean, at least you weren't smoking uh, crack. I've
14: never done any drugs while I was pregnant.
6: Did you quit doing something uh, when you were pregnant and start back up again?
14: Uh no, I didn't start doing drugs after I had my first kid. Right. I was like seventeen.
7: But you have more than one kid. Yeah. How many kids do you have?
14: I have three. I'm getting my tubes tied. Three kids. Yeah. And
7: you use drugs during the latter two pregnancies?
14: No. I always stopped during my pregnancies.
7: You didn't use anything? No. Uh, why uh I'm just doing a an
6: informal survey here, but uh why did you feel it necessary to have three kids?
14: Um I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I hear you talking to other people, and you always ask, you know, them this question. It's like, and it I goes through my mind, I just can't figure out why I did it. You know what I mean? It's like, um, I, I've been off, like, any heavy drugs for, like, about a year and a half now. Well, that's good. And um, so it's like, I mean, I see people my age that are, like, going to college and don't have any kids and stuff. It's like, I'm just trying to
6: how many uh how many guys uh for the three kids uh, four
14: um i have my my no no i have um my first two kids are from one guy and he's in prison mm. and I just uh. had a baby like two months ago
7: all right no well, by the way Adam this is why they put uh, addicts in prison huh uh so they can not have kids right uh <laughs> seems Maybe like for an expensive
6: you. way uh for I, you on your behalf all right listen uh first uh, no more kids no no more. No. Uh. And so, what do you do? I mean, where? How do you support yourself?
14: Um. I get AFTC, and my grandma helps me a lot. All right. She bought us a house. And
6: you're in and recovery I'm... now. Hi. Huh? Uh, she bought I, you. I... Hold on. Your grandma bought you a house.
14: Yeah.
6: Son of a bitch. <sighs> That's pretty good.
14: Yeah. yeah. Um. Am I in recovery now? I don't go to meetings. No. But I. I mean, like, I smoked pot like a couple times this past year. Well,
7: all right, if, Drew. Give her the speech. So long as you have a relation with substances that activate the reward systems of the brain, you will get back to harder drugs. It's a fact. It's it's
6: 100%. And listen, uh, slacker, uh, I don't want to sit around and subsidize your pot-smoking habit.
14: Well, I don't even like pot. I don't like five times in the whole year. uh, The only
6: money you can spend is uh, baby formula and uh, the Bible. Uh, That's it.
14: I don't believe in God.
6: All right. Well, well, find Allah then,
7: please. Get it a program. Get yeah. get some recovering periods around you. Get get it, get some uh, some people in your life who can hopefully provide a positive influence on you. Right. It, and look out for the kids.
14: Yeah. What about now? What about with me like smoking crack while I was breastfeeding my son though? And how effect would that have on? Uh,
7: I'm not sure how much of it shows up in the breast milk, frankly. I, I mean, I uh, obviously the effects of smoking crack when you're pregnant are profound. Yeah. Uh, it really affects the kids badly. Yeah. But I'm not aware of the breast milk significantly altering the development of the child.
14: What if I drink beer?
7: That's no. No, not good for kids. It's not okay. good. But you're, you're, no, I mean, but,
14: he seems he does good in school. Yeah, but so I just he's not going to be like you know like some crack kids don't have.
7: No, that's, that's while they're pregnant. Okay, but but um, unless their mom's in recovery, their their lives are in jeopardy. Now too. How about if she does
6: heroin while she's taking them to Chuck E. Cheese? Right. So would that affect them in any
7: way? At least that's the point. Unless you get involved in some some treatment, some process of recovery, your your children are in jeopardy. Yeah. You're going to lose them. All right, eventually.
6: and here's the deal, Lisa. Uh-huh. I don't want to pay for your goddamn kids, too.
14: Well, my grandma pays
6: for them. No. I don't want to pay for them when your kid uh, knocks up another kid at 16 because you're high on crack. I don't want to pay for uh, the other kid uh, that uh, holds up someone in at an ATM because mama wasn't around and now he's a lifelong criminal and I'm paying for him too. Well, I didn't I'm just that. paying for you. Or how about when they go into foster homes? Or when they, they take- go into foster yeah, homes because you got popped and and, and and screwed up on your parole or whatever it is. No,
14: I've, I've been trying to make a real stable life, you know.
6: All right, good. Clean up and clean up uh, all together. Go to meetings, no beer, no pot. uh, Don't worry about what it's doing uh, via the uh, breast. Worry about what it's doing just in an environment.
7: Via the bloodstream to
6: your brain. Okay. No more drugs, Lisa. No more kids. Listen, uh, my take on life is uh, do whatever you want as long as you can. uh, If you can afford the drugs, uh, go ahead. If you don't have any kids you're going to screw up and I'm going to have to deal with, uh, go ahead.
3: She's not working at NASA or anything.
6: No, she certainly is not. Uh, Dave. Yeah, yeah. 23. <laughs> Did you say NASA or Nassau? Nassau. 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 Uh, hey, it's
4: uh, that Florida. Florida. Well, Dave. I just wanted to say that uh, your show is pretty cool and uh, listen to it almost religiously. Thanks. Uh, I, don't know. Um, I have two questions. The first one is about uh, masturbation and self-confidence, and I was wondering if there was a link
6: between the two. Uh, Speak into uh, a smattering of applause from the gallery. Uh, Speak into the phone, please, Dave. We can't hear.
4: Um, I was just wondering if there's a a connection between masturbation and uh, self-confidence.
7: In what sense?
4: In, say, like, the more that you masturbate, your self-confidence goes down.
6: What do you guys think? I
16: think it's the direct opposite.
6: You think you feel better about yourself? Sure.
7: More virile.
16: Yeah,
3: like you can exactly. take care of yourself. You don't you need anyone else. There,
7: there is that. It's there should. There, there actually thing. should be that quality. it. But I would see where some. I can imagine where some people would be frustrated with their inability to.
3: Well, if they're not any good at it, maybe.
7: No, if no, you no. Know what you're doing. But but what if it's somebody? <laughs> Roger makes a very valuable point. But what if it's somebody who's ineffective, ineffectual in their peer relations? They're unable to go out and date, and they can't develop relationships, and they sort of turn to this as their. Alternative. Uh, this isn't and what Dave is talking. I'll tell
6: you what Dave is talking about. When you start getting depressed, uh, you up the masturbatory ante. You yeah. masturbate more and more. The more depressed you are, the more time you hang out at home, the more TV you watch, the more you snack, and the, the more, more you masturbate. Is, yeah, that's right. Uh, paper towels, if you're me. But that makes sense? Huh? R- right, but this—it's uh, not the masturbating that is making you depressed. It's the depression that's causing you to masturbate more. You understand? But, but again, you're putting exactly the penis in less. front of the horse.
7: But again, it's a withdrawing from productive relationships, <laughs> and that makes you feel uh, less it's not worthwhile. It's not the relationship; it's life. I understand, but, he's, but but if he could if he could get out and engage in life and develop relationships, he would be rather than masturbating. He'd be with someone else, right? And feel better about himself and start moving in the right direction. So it just adds to the spiral downward. I suspect, and in your yeah. case, I mean, it, I also have a problem
4: with being like really tense almost all the time. I don't know.
6: That's probably another problem, too. <laughs> uh, well, right, let's do a little history. Uh, you live alone?
4: Uh, no, I'm in college. I have a roommate.
6: Uh-huh. And uh, uh, no girls uh, to be found?
4: Um, there's a few. I mean, I don't know. They're all friends, though.
6: All right. No one is interested in you?
4: Not that I really know of, huh?
6: Uh, and uh, how are you doing in your studies?
4: Um, all right. I have a almost a 3
6: And, uh that's a Drew. And And uh, any prospects of women on the horizon? Um
4: I don't know. <laughs> I uh actually had a tarot card reading this over spring break and <laughs> that's, that's good. <laughs> By
6: uh, when you're drunk in fraternity brothers or was this an actual gypsy?
4: Oh, it was it was actually uh some friend of mine's
6: aunt. Uh-huh. So you know she's good. Oh, yeah. And what did she say? Hey,
16: baby.
4: <laughs> did you like her? Said I was supposed to like, uh, come to the end Sorry. of something, which I got the death card, and then, uh, but then I was going to come out with like a
6: bunch of great cards.
7: All right, uh, listen, <laughs> no, I don't care about Dave's terror. Dave, Dave is anxious and depressed, and uh, right may want to seek some professional help. You think so? If he's that paralyzed by anxiety, if he's he's really—I mean, people don't need to suffer with depression. There's a lot of good treatment out there. All Why? right, but don't focus on the masturbatory it, habits. Yeah, that, masturbation is the least of his problems. Don't rely on tarot cards. No.
3: Watch Star Trek or something. But it shows that. how
7: desperate he is. He's looking for a way out. It's, oh, the cards are gonna give me the answer. It's like, like a fourteen-year-old thinks that way.
6: Uh, yeah, and all that stuff's all all the same. I mean, uh, all these like because uh, I get home late every night and I always turn on the TV and there's all this uh, psychic uh, friends uh, networks and all this BS. And you're like, uh, hey, you know it's true because uh, there's. Uh, there's Isaac from the Love Boat, and uh, no one knows more about the supernatural phenomenon than a guy who was bartending on uh, the Princess Cruise in the uh, mid '70s. I don't know where the connection is between washed-up stars and uh, and uh, and uh, the future, but all these guys say the same thing, and it's basically they take people that want to believe. It has to do with narcissism. Everybody wants to believe they're here for a reason. There's something special about them. And they do the same thing. Uh, They say that each time it's this one. Um, Let's see. uh, Here's what I'm getting from you. Um, There's two sides of you. There's a side of you that everyone knows. But then there's that other side of you that you don't let other people see. And you're like, yeah, 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 that's true. That's right. There is that side of me. And then they go up. And you're a really creative person. You're really just uh, chock full of creativity, but right now the job that you have, um, it doesn't fully utilize your creativity. And you're like, "That's right, that's right." I'm just like, I'm, I'm working at, um I'm working the paperclip dispenser over at Kinko's, and, and it's not what it could be. Yeah, that, that that is so right. They just tell you a bunch of crap you want to hear, and then they'll pick out a color, somebody's initials, and you'll eventually. like What is initial uh, P? Mean and you'll go, um uh when, uh in junior high I sat next to a guy and the uh the the, the uh, Paulson twins on the butt. Yes. Yes, that's right. That yes, that's the P. Uh I never talked to him after junior high. have uh, no. They're coming uh, back in your life. Th- th- they, be, very they be back. Uh yes, they'll be back.
11: <laughs> I'll be back.
6: <laughs> uh we gotta get Kenny Kingston back on the show. Yeah. He's gonna perform an exorcism over at my house. Oh, actually. he's
7: gonna do it, huh? Well <laughs> going to charge you for it. He
6: like you know, 350 bucks to come over. I said, uh, Kenny, uh, uh, listen, if you come into my house, uh, the only uh, spirit I want removed from the house would be you. So uh, you could come over, take the 350 and leave, and that would be a successful exorcism. Elizabeth, you're 20. You're on with less than Jake.
18: Uh, yeah, hi. Um, first, I want to say that I love the show. I listen to you guys every day, even though I have to listen to it pre-recorded, but I'm still a faithful listener. And, uh, Adam, I think you're extremely gorgeous.
6: Oh,
11: my yeah, God. The cool. I'll vouch for that. This is hey, the Adam baby. Uh,
6: the, the trends are very strange in life. Uh, for For two months, it was, uh, hey, you're Gilbert Gottfried's retarded cousin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that went on for many, many months. And uh, now, all of a sudden, I'm, uh, I'm Tyrone Powers of the radio, uh, of the airways. It's
3: because so, you wear a spandex in the studio. <laughs>
6: You, you should that. see
16: it. He's got the butt cheeks cut out and everything. It's hot.
6: Uh, yeah, those are spandex uh, what are the the champs.
16: <laughs> oh, I wish I was there then.
6: <laughs> oh, yes.
18: <laughs> okay, anyways, um, here's my situation. I've been dating this guy probably for about a month, and uh, I found out he's married, but for his green card. He's married to some other girl for his green card, and he hasn't said anything to me, so I don't know, and he doesn't know that I know this. How
7: did you find out about him?
18: Uh, he's actually running out my neighbor's basement and he confided in her and told her and then since she kind of figured we would hook up she told me so I could watch my back you know
11: uh, All right. the let's... thing is
18: if I confront him then I'll you know be putting her in a bad position mm-hmm. so I don't know if I should even be like continue this relationship or not I, I don't know what to do
7: <laughs> uh, probably just if she had told us he lives in somebody's basement we might be
6: oh uh, that's a deal breaker yeah, right but... there anyone who lives uh, subterranean. No, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't like uh, the, the smell. The dank odor is not an aphrodisiac the for me. I'm not into the dank. The dank. It's like, uh, uh, would you like a bottle of wine or I, I put up some uh, some preserves. <laughs> you could have that. All right. He lives in a basement and he married someone to stay in the country.
18: Yeah, and actually... All right, where's he uh, from? You know, it's, uh, he's from Argentina. Uh-huh. But then, you know, and it turns out, like a couple, like not that long ago, this girl supposedly made married to is running out like one of the upstairs rooms. So now they're all just like living together now, and I don't know, it's just awkward.
6: All right, uh, I would say uh, uh, dump Gaucho boy. I don't. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I mean, I don't trust the, him.
7: Yeah, just from the standpoint of him deceiving you this way, it's a pretty important thing.
18: Yeah.
7: And how long have you been going out with him?
18: Uh, about a month. You would I think mean, apparently, me, like, he says that he loves me and everything, but, and it's, yeah, but I don't know. You would and think The fact he, that he hasn't said anything, just.
7: Yeah, I would think that'd be very disturbing. What's so. he do out here?
18: Um, nothing really. He's been working at a gas station.
6: Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I, yeah.
18: I mean, he's had, like.
6: Does, does know, he have aspirations uh, to, let's say, move up to, like, the uh, level ground or something at some point in his life?
18: Well, eventually, he says he wants to
6: own his own business. All right, everyone wants to own their own business. So what's he going to do? What
18: business he wants to open? Yeah, uh, detailing
6: cars. Okay, get rid of him. Uh, there's a few businesses. Uh, uh, guys who run uh, who run Mufflers. like uh, muffler shops, uh, pager guys, uh, whoever's involved with the pager industry. Very dicey. Uh, cell phones and pa- and pagers and uh, car detailing is uh, really the only thing worse than that. These are basically guys who just, uh, their idea is to drive around in a car, stop at other people's cars, and polish their cars. And then it's back in a van and somewhere else. Uh, This is no life for you. I want better for her. (laughs) Actually, I don't care. Mark, (laughs) 21. Hi. Hey. For
15: less than Jake.
6: Wow. Uh, Hey, what's up? Let me just uh, say one thing very quick. Uh, don't bother coming to this country if you're just going to work at a gas station and start your own car detailing business. Just stay in Argentina and do like a, a goat detailing business or whatever <laughs> goes on over there. Oh uh, don't come into this country. We we only need uh, the most brilliant scientists and artists. Okay, thank you. That's fair.
15: Well, right. I'm glad to hear that. Um, I have a question for Listen, Jake. Sure. Um I was heard that while you guys were in Indiana, that you guys got arrested for a train spanking incident.
3: False. That's false. Do you have to say it's <laughs> don't false? Don't believe yeah. the hype. No, it didn't actually, come from us. Don't no, believe it. it it's it didn't that happen. we do do, but we never got arrested for it. Yeah, we definitely train spank people on stage, but we never got arrested for it. That was a uh, brilliant major label promotion scheme that went awry. And uh, I don't know. We found out about it a couple How days after. How does train
6: spanking? I thought someone was whacking off uh, on like a, the Amtrak. It, no, no. What no. is a train spanking?
16: That's it's like, like what the spanking happens machine is from when you were a little kid. We're know?
3: into the nudity and we have the spanking fetish thing going on. So oh, at our yeah. shows, we uh, bring volunteers on stage and have them crawl between our legs with their bare ass and we spank them. Oh, oh, and yeah. we give them they free stuff, them you know. Free we stuff for like, it, we take care
6: of them. But. Right. Uh, uh, right. They have to go to the doctor, but they get a T-shirt. Yeah. Free stuff is yeah. always good. Guys, Adam well, yeah, is really Adam's into stuff.
7: that. that no, really. I think he's
6: but really Sorry
3: you heard about that. That's a bunch of BS.
6: So it's like that sort of fraternity hazing kind of uh, initiation. Kind no, of.
3: it's it's much more like sixth grade than that. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just like a 12-year-old spanking footage. Is it a bare
6: ass thing? Oh, yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. My oh, mom really?
16: saw it, and she started cracking up. She's like, oh, my gosh, that's a spanking machine.
15: Really? It's
6: a very lovely thing. So all all, <laughs> yeah. uh, all six of you line up. That's right uh, Spread your legs That's right And they uh, just go right through you Like the Holland's oh, huddle Oh it's beautiful And there's a lot of paddling Jessica
3: likes smacking The 14 year old girls the best
6: uh, you get girls up there Oh
3: occasionally uh, Any not, guys not, not, not enough It's, it's not usually enough. a sausage party. party Yeah it's mostly just guys Unfortunately. Yeah cause uh,
6: Let me tell you something About this. seeing uh, the ba- bare backside Of a man uh, It's <laughs> it's difficult to look at And it gets even worse When you see stuff hanging out <laughs> Like you, you know what I'm saying Dingleberries <laughs> <You're right>. Wow <laughs> Divots <laughs> All right, so uh, that was all hype, Mark. Okay. Uh, don't, you don't you believe, believe it. it? All right. See okay. yeah, Have a good one. Know. All right, uh, Drew, why don't you uh, sell the hell out of the uh, next call, and then we'll go to break.
7: Aaron's got uh, parents who are becoming violent and have removed the door to his room, apparently. That's kind of ingenious. That happened in my house. It took the door off? Yeah,
3: man, took the door right off.
7: All right, well, uh, uh,
6: then it's no longer... It officially becomes a patio when the door comes off, and <laughs> we'll get back after this.
1: I don't think they're aware of how much they suck. Hey, that's not very nice. You kiss my mother with that mouth. I mean, your mother. Love line will be right back.
5: Hey, Dr. Drew. Yeah, Mike. I pretty much, uh, l- I never bought anything online in my life until I met my wife. Oh, and, seriously? Uh, now all I do is go to Amazon. Uh, Yeah, I buy
7: pretty much everything on Amazon, and if you want to support somebody that has an affiliate relationship with with Amazon, you go to their website, you click through the Amazon banner, and at zero cost to you, Amazon
5: shares some of the purchase price with the affiliate. Why are you being so nice about it and saying somebody with an affiliate relationship? You're right, Mike. I should be more specific. Forget an
7: affiliate, some vague affiliate. Let's go to Podcast One where you can find the Loveline podcast, the Loveline page. Bookmark that page and just click through on the Amazon banner. located at the top of the homepage. You can even use the Amazon banner if you're in Canada or the U.K. It makes it easy for all future purchases. Again, it is Podcast podcastone.com. Click on the Keep It Free banner to support Amazon and all the wonderful sponsors that make the show possible.
6: That's uh, the new sound effect for the show. Uh, Lesson and Jake brought uh, gifts. I enjoy that. Thank you, producer. And Roger, Jessica, and Sean are here from uh, Lesson and Jake. And uh, the name of the CD is Losing Streak, and we shall continue with the show. Drew, don't monkey. Uh, Aaron, 15. Hi. Hey. Um, hey. Um,
2: yeah, my parents, um, they've always been, like, really good parents. But recently, they've they've been being they've become really strict, hmm. basically making rules just to make rules, and so I've had to go against all these rules. And <laughs> sure. in doing that. that's
7: his job.
6: It's his right. job. Uh, you have to stand up for uh, screwed-up teenagers all over America. Aaron. <laughs>
2: yes, um, and in in doing in uh, rebelling the way I am, it, it's just caused a, a bunch of trouble. Um, my, my mom totally freaked out. She she came in the room with with, uh, with a screwdriver and, and pried the hinges off of my door and just basically ran out of the room with it.
6: Uh, I I used to do this for a living. Tell her next time she can just pop the hinge pins. The door will come right off. There's no need to take any screws out. And that way, when you straighten back up, it won't be any big deal swinging the door again. <laughs>
16: and they can do it again easily.
6: Right, uh, that's what I'm going to do, by the way. I will be the keeper of the pins in my house, so I will have a velvet pin. crown royal sack on the nightstand of my bed filled sack. with the hinge pins of everybody who lives in my house, and I'll say uh hey, like if you if you get like a good report card, uh, I'll give you like a pin back right there
7: won't be any question of taking the pins away. You'll be sort of giving them back.
6: You'll have to vie to get right. them back. Right. They won't even know what doors are. Right. I, I think they
16: call that assertive discipline. I don't know.
6: I like that though. Uh, maybe, like, on the 16th birthday, I'll get the girl, like, some beads she can hang from the door. All
2: right, well, taking the pens wasn't, it was, it was bad enough, but, okay, I, I don't have a, a door on, on my actual room. It's more like a, a door to the hallway and another door, like, farther down the hallway. Uh-huh. So I have the whole section of the house kind of thing. So when they take the door, it's basically, now I'm just living in, in the living room pretty much.
7: Right. What do you think, uh, led them to become so anxious and, uh, as you say, strict?
2: I, I think it's just uh, well, it, I, my friends and my, I have a, a bunch of theories. Like my friends say uh, it's either my mom's going through menopause and my dad has to deal with that. Um, <laughs>
7: always blame the woman. It must be all them.
2: Yeah, it, it's just it's a bunch of, of, of different factors that go into it. It's they, all they, them though. Huh, what?
7: Nothing. It has nothing to do with you.
2: Well, I'm not saying that. I'm saying um, that. So
7: what have you done to make them anxious?
2: Um, well, I, I've had a problem with the rules that they make for me.
7: Yeah, but what'd you get busted doing? Um, nothing major. <laughs> nothing
6: major. No. I didn't find any pot in your drawer, uh, no uh, penthouse under the bed, nothing like that. No, That's I haven't major? actually gotten caught for anything. Well, I'm starting small and uh, <laughs> making my
7: way up. When you said nothing major, what were you we referring to?
2: Um, no, I, 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 nothing important, just uh, small things like uh, uh, okay, we, we were re- putting the floors in my living room, so we had to move all the furniture into the family room, and I can't get to my computer, so I moved it into my room temporarily, and they just had a fit about that. And so I, really? Really? Uh, uh, that's basically why my mom took the door off my room. And you
6: never got popped for uh, um, any no. uh, any um, computer porn or
7: anything like that. No. Nothing. Are, you, are your grades falling or something?
2: Um, they're like a, a little over. My parents have always had like a. a they basically it's basically like a, a B average, and they have like a little kind of. It's like just just below a B average. Okay.
6: And Where I'm, are your folks now?
2: Um, well, I'm at my friend's house now. Yeah. My dad's out of town, and my mom's at my, at my house.
6: All right. Well, let me. Uh, I want to talk to your mom.
2: Um, that's a bad idea.
6: It is? Yeah, it really is. Because she may, like, come and take the, take the knobs from your dresser. Yeah, <laughs> throw, I don't know what she'll do. <laughs> to, like, uh, use a screwdriver to pry the drawers open so you can get your socks in the morning? Yeah. All right, uh, Aaron, yeah. here, here's the situation. I just uh, I was just thinking about this. I was watching uh, the great, great epic film uh, Pepillon. Last night was on late night. Uh, This is a incredible movie. Uh, Steve McQueen, Dustin Hoffman. uh, It's a true story about a guy gets put in like a French uh, penal colony in French Guyana in like the turn of the century. Anyway, when people came in to uh, this horrible prison colony, uh, they basically uh, the um, warden gave everyone the same speech: Uh, "Mind your p's and q's, uh, stay in line. There'll be no trouble." Uh, Get out of line, uh, two years in solitary for your first offense, uh, four years for your second, and then uh, the head's coming off after the third. I I would give the same advice to kids who are still living at home, which is, unfortunately, you're under your parents' rule, you'll be out of there in a few years, but all you can do is kiss ass and try to make nice, uh, unless they're totally insane. I I think they
2: are. Oh, you think they are? Yeah, I, I really think they are. Uh, I because they've always been really good parents un- until about a year ago.
6: All right, I, here's what I would do though: quit rebelling and actually have a uh, have an adult conversation with them and see uh, if you
7: can win back. Uh, I have. I, I've pets. had many
2: adult conversations, and I also I, we we go to a family therapist now.
7: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, all right. So, what is, we, what is the therapist suggesting?
2: Um, we went one time. We haven't really uh, had much of a right. discussion. All right. all
7: right. I bring this
6: up in therapy. hmm I would. Uh, believe me, the, therapy, the therapist will side with you if you talk about doors and pins. And uh, here's what I'm guessing. Um, they're going to get their first water bill, and then the pins will come back. And let me explain why. Because he's, uh, spend all this time in the shower. he's moved his masturbatory habits out of the bedroom <laughs> and into the bathroom now, with the continuous uh, stream possible. of water running. The on the head. Uh, he's taking uh, for pin. 45 minutes. The, the Water's been running like uh, Niagara Falls with uh, no interruption because he's sitting on the toilet whacking off. As soon as they get that first bill, the pins will go back, and uh, they'll probably even give you like a deadbolt to play with. Could be. All right. Uh, bring it up with the therapist. You can get them on your side. Uh, Lisa, twenty-one.
19: Hi, I have a question about. Um, I've had hair growing on my face since I hit puberty, and on my chest and on my stomach. Mm-hmm. And I started taking the pill in about um, November, late October. And the hairs kind of stopped growing on my face, but it's still on my chest and my stomach. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if it would stop growing or like less. Um, mm-hmm.
7: have you ha- have you had an endocrine evaluation to try to figure out why this is happening?
19: Um, they did a. Uh, some blood work right. like on my I think the thyroid test Right. and they came back normal but on the high side hmm. and that's kind of why they started me on the pill I mean I missed my period for two months and I wasn't pregnant so they just went ahead and started me um, on the pill without you know doing any further testing w- Was this and a
7: gynecologist you saw? Yeah A gynecologist did this Did they, At the health center yeah Do you have polycystic ovaries by any chance? Is that, do you have cystic in um, the ovaries?
19: They, um, they did the physical or the annual examination they said everything was normal Hmm. but i i mean
7: did you see a doctor yeah well there's something called the stein-leventhal syndrome which is a polycystic ovarian disease and uh, that's real commonly associated with hair growth and irregular periods so it sounds like you may well have that i mean there are other reasons that women can get what's called hirsutism which is abnormal hair development and some of them can be quite serious. I mean, there can be tumors of the adrenal gland or the ovaries, this sort of thing, that does need to be thoroughly evaluated as far as I'm concerned. Okay, because so, they just
19: kind of like blew it off and they really didn't explain much. I think, I
7: think you ought to see an endocrinologist, just to be sure. I mean, in all likelihood, being on the pill will sufficiently. And you've got to make sure you're on the right pill, too, that doesn't have any male hormonal side effects, that the one is just pre- I'm on
19: tricyclin?
7: Yeah. Yeah, see, I, I think, to my estimation, that would be exactly the wrong pill. Uh, really? Because, yeah, the, the the triphasic pills have been implicated as causing or worsening cysts. And if you have ovarian cysts, you really want the monophasic pills. All
19: right, and they also have me on a water pill, and I'm not quite sure what that...
7: Aldactone, was that the pill? Spironolactone.
19: Oh, I don't know.
6: I'm there a, there is I'm a no w- scientist, bro, but couldn't you just drink water? Uh, do, do we need a pill for that?
7: No, no. To, to pull water oh, off your system, and and but uh-huh. the, but but the reason they give people with abnormal hair growth that pill is it has it blocks the hair growth. The spironolactone or spironolactone is, is a good treatment for abnormal hair growth. It's not for the water pill effect. Uh-huh. It's a side effect. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So get back, get back, get get more fully evaluated and, and reconsider whether this is the right pill for you or not. Okay.
19: okay. Can I ask another quick question? Yeah. Uh, my roommate uh, took the depo shot in yeah. September, yeah. and she hasn't taken it since, and she was wondering when she sh- when she should start um, her cycle again because it hasn't come back.
7: Hmm. Usually within six months. Okay. Uh, I mean, six months of the, of the end of the three months, so it would be within nine months. So she should be coming back. I mean, it should really be back by now. If not, she, ne- again, needs to be seen to get the cycling started.
6: Uh, here's what you need to do, Lisa. Okay. I've heard your problems. Uh, I now hear the problems of the roommate. Uh, you need to have a team of gynecologists Come by the apartment. Uh, uh, see if you can get some sort of group. This <laughs> right, <laughs> just uh, have a bunch of guys with uh, stirrups and clamps and uh, spreaders and whatnot. Just spreaders. Spreaders. <laughs> what
7: is the thing called? Speculum. Speculum. Spreaders. <laughs> spreaders. Very nice. Of them.
6: I have a speculum at home. I, I, I'm serious. So who Looks gave like me a that? Ducks. Bill. M- mark. Yeah, it does uh, the speculum. Yeah, I I, uh, I know there's no... no, There's no happy face of those. There's no uh, pediatric gynecologists, are there? Yes, there are. Oh, there are? Yeah. Oh, because I bet the speculum would be like Daffy Duck.
7: No, no.
6: That would be a good idea, though. Maybe. We've
3: got one in our van for special occasions.
6: (laughs) (laughs) I like when Drew gets real serious.
7: Sharon, 20. 20.
13: Um, I had a question about the new, I guess they're called FinFin fin and Redux, the diet pills.
7: Those are not new. They're been for quite some time.
13: Oh, I didn't know. I was trying, I'm just, I can't lose weight, and I've been about 180 mm. for the last couple of years, so I was trying to start those. Mm. And I didn't know what your opinion on those would be.
7: Well, they work. They um, however, something like 90, 95% of people that lose weight on those pills gain it back. Uh, 95% um,
6: of people that lose weight doing anything other than just back.
7: diet and exercise right. get it back. Right. Right? Right. You know, know. You lose, no matter how you do it, they tend to lose, they gain it back. Yeah. But, okay, but, I mean, sometimes... It, All right, it, but, it, but it, let's, it, let's not so ruin so the pork. I understand, I mean, but sometimes... i really it, a
13: big overeater. It's just it runs in the family, and I have not been able to lose weight.
7: Yeah, you're this. and people who are genetically predisposed that way have a real tough time, and you have to go yeah. on dramatically reduced caloric, caloric intake for long periods of time.
6: Oh, and then it's a life. The deal it is, is a lifelong battle. Yep. Yeah. And I would get... I would get comfortable with myself.
16: Oh, yeah. That's what I, I was going to say. i with myself. I would just like to
13: be lower, and I think that... <laughs> comfortable with Why? lower. Why? Um, because uh, I'm just sick of this. I've been a little... I'm not extremely overweight. I mean, I'm in the normal range.
6: How tall are you?
13: I'm about 5'5", and I wear a size 13, 14. So I don't consider myself really disgustingly fat.
6: Right. And, and how have guys treated you, that's fine?
13: Oh, pretty great. I've been with the guy for about three years now. Oh. He's great.
6: And he's all right?
13: Uh, yeah, we've been having a little bit of problems lately, but not because of I not. got a
6: theory. Is he a spindly guy, thing guy? Mm, No, no. has
13: no? got a little belly, but he's all nowhere right. near overweight. He's okay. on the normal side. All right. Uh, and then I also had another question for you guys.
7: Well, let me answer this one first. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, Fentiramine-pondamin is the fenfen combination, and it's an amphetamine combined with an antidepressant medicine. Mm-hmm. And That's- it is an amphetamine. I mean, make no mistake about it. It's a speed. And if you have addiction, it is absolutely out of the question for you. Yeah. Even for those people that don't, I really worry about when they come off, having mood disturbances, becoming manic if you're prone to that sort of biology. So it is not without its risks, uh, but it does work. Uh, Redux is an excellent medication. Uh, It's a a very close relative of the Pondamon. Uh, the problem with that is it has been associated in some studies with a higher incidence of something called pulmonary hypertension, okay. and in about a, two-thirds of the cases of presentation of pulmonary hypertension with people on redux, two-thirds of them needed heart-lung transplants at, pres- at a, presentation. That is a small price to pay for a tight
6: ass. <laughs> uh, besides, if you lost a heart and a lung, you'd probably lose 15 pounds right there.
13: <laughs> yeah, but you wouldn't be living. Uh, All right,
6: I'm going to work that out during the break. Uh, What's your second question?
13: I am an EMT, and I smoke pot. And what it is is I went off. I don't do it anywhere near the chance of going to work before work or anything. It's just for after work to calm the stresses. Sure. And I just took the NIDA test, and I took Golden Seal. I was off for over a month. And they said that they couldn't even run the test for marijuana.
6: Because of what?
13: I was on Golden Seal. And they don't know why. They didn't tell me a reason why, but they said the test for the marijuana wouldn't even come up positive or negative.
6: Mm. Uh, how does a test uh, for something not come up positive or negative? Yeah, I
7: don't, I don't know about that, but I do know that if you're taking a, uh, a sort of uh, screening uh, agents, agents, you know, mm-hmm. things to try to screen out other substances, mm-hmm. it's considered a positive test. Oh, it is. Yeah. They
13: told me
6: that it. Yeah. If they find like a, a high reading of diatomaceous earth yeah. or something like that in your in your stool sample, they will look at that as a negative, a positive, uh, or a,
7: a positive negative. Yeah.
13: See, I didn't know if golden seal had
7: blocked out tests before. I'm not aware of it doing that. But if they, they find evidence, they, they, tried they, tried they for test for seal. they test for golden seal. If they find they they're don't. taking it, you're considered positive.
13: Okay, because I asked them, and they said that they didn't
6: test for it. Well, All right. Uh, listen, this is recoculous. Uh, if you want to smoke a little hooch on your time off, on your day off, or on your evening off, that is nobody's
7: goddamn business if but your you own. Cannot, if you, if you cannot stop long enough to even pass a urine screen, you have uh, a problem. Uh, uh, what, uh,
6: what do you mean? Who's
7: judging this? What do you mean if you, you can't stop look, long enough? She stopped pass- for a month.
6: Hey, yes, look, she's through, like, she's uh, like, your wait, wait,
7: wait, She's like an air tra- If she's an air she she is driving the ambulance and a paramedic. Uh, half the okay. people. No, in no, no. You did say for after work, All I right. might add. Hey, but if but if but it's fine if she wants. I'm not, I have no objection to doing that. Because I'm going to score with the guys after But if show. she can't <laughs> stop for long enough to even take a planned urine screen, there's a problem there.
16: Uh, she stopped for a month.
7: I, I understand. I, I, I'm not saying that she's. She, she would be. She'll turn up negative. But he's saying they shouldn't be screening, and I'm saying no. that's why they screen. Of course not. Uh, listen, uh, what I about studied
16: hard for mine and passed?
7: What about all <laughs> of these
6: mood altering? Uh, you know, everyone's on Prozac. Uh, everyone has a few beers. Uh, they don't. They don't do any screening for this stuff. Everybody oh, yes, oh, is yes, on oh, something. Oh, absolutely, they do. Yeah, but they don't care.
7: Oh no. They, oh, absolutely. That has to be uh, on the well justified, carefully monitored. Well, yeah, you know.
6: yeah, yeah. The, then you show my note from the dock, and that's it. All right. Listen, I'm, we're gonna we, we got to go to break. Uh, we're gonna argue more about this uh, after the break.
2: I don't go in for these back doors, Shenanigans.
4: Nettigan. Sex,
6: drugs, rock and roll. Shenanigans. Chips,
4: tips, chains, whips. Shenanigans. This guy's glory time. Love line. I'll be right Nettigan. back.
11: Nettigan.
1: Buying a car can be a stressful experience, but TrueCar is changing car buying forever. Yes, TrueCar helps car buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Last month, over 45,000 cars were sold by the TrueCar Certified Dealer Network. And TrueCar.com users save an average of $3,046 off MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three steps. Go to TrueCar.com. Find out what other people paid for the car you're looking for. Then register TrueCar.com to see the upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. And the third step is simple. Just print out your TrueCar savings certificate and take it to the TrueCar certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. Every day, TrueCar.com users receive negotiation-free, guaranteed savings. Save time. Save money and never overpay. Visit truecar.com today. That's truecar.com.
6: Uh, more love line with less than Jake. And we're going to squeeze in another uh we're going to hear uh Johnny Quest thinks we're sellouts uh just any second now. Uh but we have a question uh for Vinny. Hello. So, so uh Vinny's, uh slid back into the studio.
9: You said slid.
6: Uh Lily uh, L- Liliana.
9: Yes. Yeah. Hey,
6: You're 17. I, I, I I'm
20: 22. Wow. I, I had a question.
6: Uh, well, what are the phone screeners having with me tonight? <laughs> I just read the screen. Because <laughs> everybody thinks you're hot tonight, Adam.
8: Yes. <laughs> I'm really
6: Including a, our manager, Kathy. I'm on a roll. all the wow. rage. Really?
16: Okay, well,
20: I collect Pez too. Rock on. And isn't it awesome? Yes. <laughs> Nobody else understands my obsession. I don't know if you have. We do. Problem.
3: Vinny and I do. I love
20: okay, Pez. Okay, cool. I well, I wanted to know if you guys have ever either seen any knockoffs or seen for auction that Elvis Pez dispenser yes. from yeah. the client. Yes.
8: yes. You have? Yes. Do you have it? No, not yet, but I will get it in oh, San I'm Jose. I'm after you,
20: man, because I want it so bad. Where do you live at? Um, I, well, right now I live in Tucson because I'm going to school, but I'm from Nashville, and I have a mild Elvis obsession. Well,
8: but. if I buy one for you, will you send me money and I'll send it to you?
20: Oh, you better believe it.
6: What, yeah, is it, what would it run, you it think? It would run about 30 bucks? Oh really? Yes.
20: Oh, I would totally. I'd pay you a commission. Are you kidding?
6: All right. Then yeah. get
20: your, and, we'll get your address. Okay, cool. And I also had a question for you. Also, I wondered um, if you know because I haven't really read anything about it, um, and I have not ever been to a Pez convention yet. But I just, oh,
6: you haven't lived that. <laughs> yeah. <yet>. I know. <laughs> <laughs> tell um, so you've seen I uh, old guys it. walking around in big uh, Pez outfits, uh, you've not lived. <laughs>
20: Well, um, I just got the complete collection of Star Wars pets from France. Oh, we haven't seen
3: them yet. Rock on.
20: Impressive. So, um, So they're French, so do you think that they're worth more?
8: Probably not, unless you keep it in the packaging. You oh, keep I'm it keeping pack-
20: it totally in the packaging, but they're new, so it's going to take forever for them to be worth anything. Oh, but... yeah. You're yeah, going to be
6: forever. old and gray before they're worth...
20: But oh, it doesn't matter. Gray. Enjoy <laughs> it now.
6: They have all of them, uh, Darth and uh, Jacques Skywalker. No, and uh... no, you know, no it's, Jacques. it's
20: just there's five. It's Yoda, a a storm Stormtrooper, trooper, Darth Vader, and um, C-3PO.
8: Yes. I will have mine in San Jose.
20: Oh, cool. Well, the, the French ones are really cool because it's like... It's bonbons. It's totally different. Okay.
6: Uh, what are you majoring over? Are you majoring in hard candy over there, <laughs> Liliana? Uh,
20: no, some people think I am, but I'm not. I'm majoring in theater production. Yes.
6: Uh, oh, really? Uh, what? You, you, you can't be attractive.
20: <laughs>
0: oh, wow! Just, just Why? What? what does that
6: mean? Uh, re- uh, really good-looking women don't get into Pez.
0: What do you mean? They, no, they, no, it's
20: just like my parents paying. do antiques, and I love the fifties. All
6: right, so. all right. I've just never seen any uh, you know Already's supermodels uh, with the with I the peds. So she's classy hot.
20: She sounds hot. All right. I'm turned on right now. Well, also, I just wanted to say, Drew, you're
6: okay. You're right on top of it. Sorry, that I just think you're so awesome.
20: And all right. all these girls that call in and say you're hot are 100% correct. Oh,
6: thank you. All right, <laughs> I take back the unattractive thing. Okay, thank you. But seriously, <laughs> what do you look like? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lily,
7: good night. You okay, look like you, you eat a lot night. of pez? Thank you. All right. All right. right. Willie Wonk is a, <laughs> a retarded Executive cousin. secretary.
6: All right. Uh, Do we want to talk about Pez anymore? Can we play something (laughs) from from the uh, CD? Play a song. All right. Uh, The name of the uh, CD is uh, Losing Streak. The name of the band is Less Than Jake. And the name of the song we're going to hear is Johnny Quest Thinks We're Sellouts. Than Jake, that's a great song. Why? Thank you. I love the trombone. Buddy's it's right it's bone. it's, yeah, uh, right it's uh it is uh it is the wacky of all, uh, wackiest of all the horn. <laughs> our, our but Buddy is too. Yeah, buddy is. is He's the wackiest. wackiest. He's probably whacking right now. It's so weird that there's a. Uh, <laughs> it, it's so bizarre that like in the last few years there's been a huge call for guys who play the trombone. I mean, uh, well, poor bendies. guys were like uh, out of work. For uh, for the last, you know, I mean, ever since uh, Guy Lombardo uh, or who went down in the plane, uh, Tommy Dorsey, yeah, the Tommy mm-hmm. Dorsey, every- yeah. oh, no, no, Glenn, Glenn, Glenn Miller. Miller. Glenn ever Glenn since, Miller. since uh, Glenn Miller went down, everyone's been uh, you know working yeah. day jobs who <laughs> plays the trombone, and now it's back, and I love it. No fingers, just positions. <laughs>
11: <Yeah>. Whoa, <laughs> yeah.
16: hey
6: right. baby, That's hot. thank you, uh, <laughs> Am- Ambrose. Yeah. Ambrose, 19
21: Hey, guys. Hey. Um, my question is for Dr. Drew. hmm And, um, all right, <laughs> this is kind of odd, but um, I have a sort of obsession with this guy. And basically, I'm, I don't think it's, like, really normal. I mean, I'm not psychotic, <laughs> I don't think, but I mean.
6: Mm.
7: Unless if it's Adam, mm-hmm. Adam again, 60. there could be uh, a question there.
6: You thinking you're not psychotic doesn't mean you're not psychotic <laughs> enough, by the way.
21: It's, it's not Adam. Um, but basically, oh God. Who is All it? Right. Who is it? I I don't want to say.
6: Is it someone we'd know? Uh yeah. It is.
21: And. Um, a
6: celebrity?
16: Yeah. Oh. All right.
6: What's your question? And
16: I and I and I can't. You know get, this?
6: You know this voice?
16: No, I was just gonna say bad news. <laughs> oh. I can't get this like.
6: Who's guys. a celebrity? Well, let's ask what, what's the I question. Hold say. on, Drew. Uh, please let me conduct this radio show. Who is this celebrity? Me sick.
16: It, it doesn't matter. We,
6: I'm hanging up on you unless you tell us the name of the celebrity you're obsessed with.
16: Uh, Come on, it's,
21: it's Doctor Drew. Ah! <laughs>
6: yeah. Yeah. We should start a club. <laughs> now I'm really hanging up. <laughs> no, but
21: no, I, I swear to God, I'm serious.
6: Yeah, what is it? It's Whackball uh, uh, whackball Stalker Night uh, on Love Line. Well,
7: no, what, what's so? What's happening? What is it? What is it? How is it affecting you? Let's put it that it. way. It's normal for somebody your age to have fantasies. You know, have fantasies about people who are sort of, you know, you you create to be bigger than life and uh, you know, and that's that's normal. All right, but let me let me do the probing here. Have you how many times Instead have you
6: probing. masturbated to, oh, <laughs> to ever? Shh, shh.
21: Uh, how many?
6: Uh, more than more than a dozen.
21: Well, I mean, I don't do it that often anyways.
6: Right, but over the course of the last uh, few months. Uh, certainly. Adam, come on. Be nice to me. I'm just curious. No,
21: I, I, I don't even really do it that often anyways.
6: All right, but, but you I mean, have done it to Drew. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and wh- what was he doing? Uh, was he just mincing around at the foot of the bed naked, or was he <laughs> well, actually engaging in well, sex with you? The weird
21: thing is I can't really imagine it with him anymore because it's, it's, it's so weird.
6: Because I, he's like a deity. Well, It'd be like having sex with Christ.
21: What? or your dad?
6: Or your dad, <laughs> right. Jesus' that's dad.
21: That's kind of it. It's I've a dad thing. I've never thought yeah. about sex with my dad. Yeah. But he's starting to remind me of my dad. Right,
6: right, right. right. right, uh, right. Uh, oh, I, I bet that's. And the just quality. because you can't have Drew doesn't mean you need to blow your dad. I think you understand <laughs> that, right?
21: <laughs> no, it's 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 weird. I mean, I, I, to
7: me to me right. when 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 I hear this, it's not, it, I take it to be a healthy thing. <laughs> uh, and <Yeah>. Not, not <laughs> just because no, it's, about not me, it's about me. a psychological no, it, disorder. Not because it's about me, but because because because, it, because it, it is somebody looking for somebody that has stable relationships, that wants to build a family. That, really. Right. You know what right, I mean? It's, right. not, it's not about somebody who's out out uh, you right, know, Drew, wild Drew. on drugs. And, uh, Please.
6: Uh, you can cite yourself as a good example for the youth of America in just a second. got to go to break.
5: It makes you feel beautiful. I began to float up and away from my body. Uh, lady, you better get back no. here. If you're not here when Loveline no. returns, they're going to be... <laughs>
1: Hey everybody, I'm Bruce Buffer, the voice of Mixed Martial Arts. On September 2nd, it's time for you to listen to my podcast on Podcast One. It's time, a weekly broadcast exclusively on Podcast One, where I will talk about popular culture, business, and of course the greatest sport on the planet, Mixed Martial Arts. Plus, along with me will be my co-host and MMA journalist, TJ DeSantis, and some of the biggest names in the world of Mixed Martial Arts. On September 2nd, it's time with me, the vote. Bruce Buffer, exclusively on podcast1.com. That's podcastone.com.
6: Uh, all right, we are all at a show. Uh Lesson Jake is the Yay! name of the band. Bingo. Thank you very much for coming in, you guys. Yeah, thanks uh, for having us, man. Do uh, was hot. appreciate it. Yeah, real fast show, fun show, easy show. Uh, Drew again with the head note All right, uh, who's coming in? Third Eye Blind tomorrow, and then uh, next week Eraser, John Waters, and uh, Duran Duran. Wow. And until uh, next time, the Sam Crowell for Doctor Drew. Say mahalo.
0: This has been Loveline
5: The opinions expressed herein are certainly opinions That's for sure If you'd like a written
1: transcript of today's program You probably should have written it down yourself And if you did, we'd like a copy Loveline producer, Ann Wilkins This
5: broadcast was copyright 1997 Westwood One Entertainment This music is MXPX On Tooth and Nail Records Said Obu, Obo, stop dragging your butt across the carpet
8: This concludes another PodcastOne.com program